Welcome to the Sunday Poems. I'm Ken Hayda. Thank you for joining me today, episode number 164. I mentioned uh, in a former program that I like to get books off the shelf and reread them, uh, especially books of poetry, and especially in the wintertime. I, I don't know why that is. I do it all year round, but I do it a lot more in the winter, maybe when my teaching load uh, slows down and the rhythms of life change a bit. I enjoy getting books off the shelf and looking at things I haven't looked at in a while, uh, rediscovering something or seeing things in a new way, being reminded of, of really excellent work. The one I found this week is called Poetry to the People, an anthology published by This Land Press in uh, Tulsa in 2013. It was an audio program as well as a printed anthology edited by Abby Wendell and Scott Gregory. And it's a collection of poetry about life in middle America. And it um, has a populist feel to it and a really excellent collection of well-crafted poems with a a variety of styles in them, a variety of voices. Um, I'm going to read several of these uh, for you. The first one is... Uh, titled Cleaning Graves in Calvert, and it's by Quraysh Ali Lansana. Uh, Quraysh now is a Tulsa Artist Fest, uh, Fellow in Tulsa, Oklahoma. The poem is dedicated for Papa Johnny Hodge, my great-great-grandfather. Cleaning Graves in Calvert. Under a crying elder willow, we meet the 107-degree shade bearing thirsty earth from which I sprang, a safe house next door to a tinderbox church, sanctuary from hot, lone star nights. Though your face is hidden, I feel you in the folds of Mama's hands, calling beyond the tired summer crops to bring us here. We were the last to know ritual precedes emancipation. Bull Whippoorwill by Merrill Gifillion. April's in the schoolyards, boys paired off, one small, one tall, the little riding the big lads back for the chicken fights. Bantam centaurs circling and charging, trying to unseat the counterpart jockey and win the hour. A little girl cheers. All this survives full summer, the peace of Utrecht, several world wars, and Queen Anne's lace gets better by the year. Next poem is by Joel Stein. Through a country. You, on the one hand, see a land green and rolling with chalky marble and stretches of yellowed sandstone patched here and there into the hills, coming up for air after eons of sleep. While I, on the other hand, say, here collisions occurred a hundred million moons ago, with valleys heavy and damp and sea islands becoming rock above the clouds. But now all of this comes to bear upon Exit 49, a place of rest, of a chosen view, the geometric fields left half follow, half in hope of an early spring, a pause on our way home. The time continues, 
One stop past this moment, clairvoyant for a mortal hour. We finish what is in our cup, then climb back into our debate as to where the best place is to eat, to die, or start anew. The land moves down to the sea, and the sea relents. It is getting ready to begin again. Michael Matanik in the field. The red fox flashes in the field, and the mind wants to stop it. Run the catalog of what it knows. Put a hen house, chicken wire, a farmer with his shotgun, dogs baying in their ribs right behind it. It's flashcards, kindergarten, the pull-string toy that makes animal sounds. What sound does a fox make? It's a comet's tail in the high dark of the sky, running the thin woods, gone in a whisker, cat on fire, who stole the eggs. The fence needs crimping. It runs on its toes. It's the blood, the synapse lights, Roman candles, electric in the skull, sly as the moon ducking in clouds. Friction likes a partner, sidekick to flame, the boa of its tail, incorrigible as snake. The thing's a long way gone before you know it, before the fox is a fox flashing in the field. The mind wants to stop it, run it over, press repeat, treat it like the prom corsage, play it till it's done, the music of its running, running like a fox, leap and jaunt, leap and jaunt, more leap than run. Sometimes the mind cannot hold what it sees, plays it in its sleep, dreams it in the night, works it in its crib. The heart, the heart, my friend, the fox is the heart, and the mind cannot stop it. It's flashing in the field. Recurrence by Michael White. Your voice at a Utah phone booth trying to tell me what they'd found. Sunrise on West Texas salt flats. Silence difficult to bear. I was nodding off as I-10 bent, dissolved beneath a lick of heat that blistered paint on my truck's hot hood. So I punched myself as hard as I could, each fist into the opposite thigh till I couldn't hold the pedal down. The Guadalupe Mountains floating past my shoulder midday, but I wasn't really there myself. I was immolated, wreathed in flame, as flurries of tremors swept my frame. When a thunderhead ahead caught fire, there was no way out but through. Falling and Rising by John Brown Was it then I knew or then I began to forget that day on the bank of the Blue River when my brother tried to get me to see a bullfrog or a bird perched somewhere and I leaned out over the water seeing nothing but sepia-toned Nebraska, weeds and cottonwoods and clouds billowing like buffalo overhead 
There, there, he said, until I reached the body's limit of standing, slanted, straining, and fell into swiftly moving river, head first under the cold and dark, and saw dark, quick shapes rising, dancing before then into and beyond my eyes. Witches, I said later, they looked like witches and wanted me, those black and wavering circles. Was that what I was meant to see, world beneath the world, before my father caught me by the ankle and hauled me up, sputtering little nearly taken traveler? Is that the pulse I look for still, the sense of something darkly flowing just below the surface, making everything here feel wrong? What were those shapes? Where were they going? The Ease of Trout by Jeffrey Skimp Where the road descends steeply as it twists like gorgeous wreckage and there is always brightness like water, like gravel, like the clicking of ants full of rain and covered in dust. Like a child, have you ever dreamed you drowned in the shallow creek at night? Its cold, insistent ripples fill you and there you witness the ease and indifference of trout their shiny black eyes, the quiet glass buttons you dug up in the middle of the woods. Sometimes middays in your backyard, the dying maple tree vibrates full of sleeping cats. Sometimes seconds before a storm, silence has an echo. And there is always brightness, like fire, like leaves like the creaky old barn at night, becomes the perfect cave under a sky of infinite tin. Its midnight insides are the size of the world, and you are the only one who can see in the dark. This next poem is titled Spare Me Yellow Skies by Wilma Elizabeth McDaniel, who is an Oklahoma legend, and is being rediscovered. She is uh, uh, a depression era poet who went to California in the Dust Bowl days and uh, grew up uh, as a teenager and adult in California. But she often wrote about Oklahoma. She became uh, is being really championed now as a as a populist poet and, and a very very fine poet. Um, wrote dozens of small chapbooks in a very unsophisticated way, but tremendous poetry. And the poem here of hers is titled, Spare Me Yellow Skies. Temperature is 105. High pressure puts a hateful cap on our heads and holds it there under a sullen mustard sky that will not relent and weep us rain. My poor house suffers as much as I. The tiny patio would gladly move to Pismo Beach. The cactus in Mama's pottery jar has turned to gray mush, and the neighbor with all the terrible secrets has not opened her drapes today. I pull my drapes wide open and ask myself again, why does a yellow sky trouble me? I have loved blue skies and purple, madly, gray and black. I have embraced as sisters. 
but someone spare me yellow skies. Two more. There are many wonderful poems in this collection. Really like the feel of this collection. I hope you can get a copy from This Land Press in Tulsa, Oklahoma. This one's titled Ode to the Midwest by Kevin Young. And he begins the poem with a quote from Bob Dylan. The country I come from is called the Midwest. I want to be doused in cheese and fried. I want to wander the aisles. My heart's supermarket stocked high as cholesterol. I want to die wearing a sweatsuit. I want to live forever in a Christmas sweater, a teddy bear nursing off the front. I want to write a check in the express lane. I want to scrape my driveway clean, myself early before anyone's awake. That'll put them to shame. I want to see what the sun sees before it tells the snow to go. I want to be the only black person I know. I want to throw out my back and not complain about it. I want to drive two blocks. Why walk? I want love and stuff. I want to cut my sutures myself. I want to jog down to the river and make it my bed. I want to walk its muddy banks and make me a withdrawal. I tried jumping in, found it frozen. I'll go home. I guess, to my rooms where the moon changes and shines like television. Ode to the Midwest. And I'll conclude the program with my entry to this anthology, which is titled Coming Home. On Interstate 35, north of Guthrie, driving through evening shadows, I pass a rusting, stale, green Chevy bouncing along on bald tires with a great antlered deer tied across the tattered roof. I see a good Oklahoma boy driving grateful, his eyes locked straight ahead toward home where his bride and kids await his arrival with meat for winter. Stories to tell, hope for better days ahead strapped tight to the wildness in our souls. Well, those are several selections from the 2013 anthology, Poetry to the People, edited by Abby Wendell and Scott Gregory, This Land Press, Tulsa, Oklahoma. You can find information about my work at kenhada.org. Thank you for listening. Until next week, I'm Ken Hayda with the Sunday Poems.